Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, your favorite astrology podcast. We pretty much spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe, so you can obviously blame your problems on the stars. But we also talk about other things here, such as life advice, you know, current struggles that you might be dealing with, spirituality. We like to keep it fun and fresh. Uh, It's Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we've got some fun things to talk about. First of all, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you are enjoying your Hallmark holiday wherever in the world you are, whether you're single, committed, situationship, in a relationship with your pets, whatever it may be, Valentine's Day, BFFs. Whatever you're doing, I hope that you're having fun and that you're feeling good and happy and fresh. I know that sometimes Valentine's Day can be a little bit tough out there, but I hope that you're able to make the most out of the situation. Some interesting things are happening this week in the astrology. We've got like three main things to talk about. We've got a full moon that's coming up, as you can tell from the title, some Mercury stuff going on, some other big things going on. But overall, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good week, and I'm excited to get into it. In case you're like, okay, what happened last week? Did anything big happen? The the answer to that is nothing new really happened last week. So all of this energy is going to be a refresh. If you've been feeling a little bit like in a lull, you kind of know why. But yeah, Kara, how are you feeling? I've been doing pretty good. Happy Valentine's Day. I just feel like, I don't know. I'm excited for this episode and I'm excited to like, you know, be back talking about the astrology. If you listened to last week's, thank you. But we're back to like, you know, our regular vibe and hopefully it'll be a good time. Yeah. If you listen to last week like again like Kara said thank you so much for listening to that and understanding and being chill with what we've got in store and before we get into the episode I did just want to mention that podcast ratings are a thing on Spotify and Apple Podcasts I'm assuming they are too on Google Podcasts I don't have like a, an Android to know that or like whatever the phone is it still called an Android don't even know But if you listen wherever and are able to give a a rating, whatever stars you think we deserve, it's always helpful for us to, to hear feedback. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk. Let's talk about Valentine's Day because we've got a a transit happening right on Monday, the day that this episode comes out on Valentine's Day. Mercury, the planet of communication, re-enters Aquarius. Like I said, this is on Valentine's Day. It happens around 4.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, according to AstroSeek. And 
we've already kind of experienced Mercury in Aquarius. We've had it for a little bit and then it retrograded, then it went into Capricorn, then it was in Capricorn again. Now it's back in Aquarius. So some of this energy you might have already felt dealt with, experienced before in case you're like, this is familiar. I feel like you said something about this already. We did. It's back. It's here. But it's here for a little bit longer now this time. And in case you're like, I have no idea what this is that's here and it's longer, we're going to explain. Mercury, like I said, deals with communication the way we think. And having it in the sign of Aquarius means that mentally we tend to be a little bit more forward thinking and a little bit more innovative in our approach. This is really like that classic thinking outside of the box, coming up with unique problem solutions and just seeing things from a different perspective than you normally might have before. I think that this energy is really good, like we said, with innovation for that reason, because it's able to, and you'll be able to look at kind of what you're doing, where you're at in life, whether it's work-related, relationship-related, regardless, you're able to see things as they are and come up with that next step that might be way different than you normally have before. Yeah, it's actually really interesting because Mercury being an Aquarius is really about, you know, being yourself, even if that means that you're doing things differently than other people. It's really about like being authentic and like speaking your truth and saying what you think and also being curious about the future and maybe even like a little bit experimental. Like Jade said, we did talk about this a little bit because Mercury was in Aquarius, it retrograded. Now it's direct and I'm just bringing that up again because hopefully now that, like I said, Mercury is direct and it's going to go through the whole sign of Aquarius now, we get to like really enjoy that moment without all of like the other like retrograde energy that was going on and that's like a good thing. Yeah, another thing too, which we've, like I said, previously, previously mentioned was that focusing on the greater good, the larger picture, like social justice type topics might be something you're caring a lot more about now. Aquarius is known to be the humanitarian. So if your mind has really been focusing on sort of looking at the ethics of things, why people do things the way that they do and fighting for what's right, changing up the norm and things like that. You can honestly blame it on Mercury and Aquarius. I know for me specifically, I mentioned this before, I'm in grad school. And one of the things that we've been talking about in one of my classes is actually a lot about like leadership ethics and like company culture and how important it is for like companies to have strong values and things like that. And I just think that that's very fitting for Mercury and Aquarius to have this shift towards thinking about like, oh, what is the the big picture here? Like, are we doing something that's good for the world? Are we building good, positive communities, whether that's in your company, your organization, where you work with, with your friends, what, in the world as global citizens? That's something that you just might start thinking a little bit more about. Yeah, we were having similar conversations because like when you're not – saying sorry I'm still on this like authenticity vibe but like when you're not saying like what you believe in and what your values are it makes it hard for you to like find your people 
And like that's kind of I don't know, I guess if you just like want to find people who think similar similarly, if that's a word, to you or like have that similar vibe, whatever the values are. And like obviously when you're looking for jobs too, being on like the other side of it, I guess if you're looking for jobs, sometimes knowing the values of the company can help you figure out if like you're aligned with them, if that makes any sense. And I guess it like really depends on like what's going on and if like, you know, what the values are because it can get it can get a little bit tricky but anyways knowing things like that and again like honoring yourself and what your beliefs are are really important so that you can like I was saying before like find others who just like match that vibe no similarly because like I said we've been talking so much about this in school about like strong leaders and how a big thing with authenticity is actually the ability to like embody and live up to and withhold your own values So whatever it is that you believe in, like whatever causes you support and believe in, like a big part of actually being authentic is being able to express and at least embody those things. Like I think, you know, for me, for example, we always talk about (laughs) we always talk about me with Aquarius energy, even though I'm not an Aquarius because of the fact that I'm a vegan. So that would be like, I guess, an authentic expression of the self where pretty much everyone somehow knows I'm a vegan, whether I say it or not. It's just something that's visible in my own actions, in the way that I behave, in the things that I do and the choices I make. So that would be a prime example of making sure that your values and the causes you believe in and stand for are expressed, even if they aren't verbally being expressed all the time. Like that is a sign of authenticity and something that you might want to think about. Like, are you like demonstrating, showing, leading you know, and making the causes you support obvious through your actions, through your words, through your choices, just something that might be worth reflecting on. Yeah, especially when it comes to like big picture things too, because like we were saying, Aquarius does deal with like, I want to say like society as a whole, like us as a group or like generationally or however you want to think about it. So that's why like a lot of those humanitarian like causes come up. So, you know, it might be like your personal values and things like that, but it also like Jade's example could be something like bigger about like the future and things like that. The last thing I want to mention, which we've already talked about a million, a million, a million times already on this podcast, but is super important to just refresh, but detachment, letting go of things, knowing that things can exist and not control you. I just want to mention that I have been thinking a lot about this And it really comes into play, in my opinion, with this upcoming full moon in Leo, too, because of the fact that in order to feel really confident in who you are, both Aquarius and Leo energy are so good at making themselves be seen and heard and be proud of themselves and being proud of being an original person who's not like everyone else. A big part of that is letting go and detaching from the opinions of others. And that includes you know, like any judgment, that fear that people are going to judge you for you know, dressing different than others, that letting go of, you know, all the times that people said that you couldn't do something and just being like, hey, who are you to tell me that I can't do something? 
I'm going to do what I need to do because I believe in myself and I know that I'm capable. Like that is so important and something that everyone should really be paying attention to with Mercury and Aquarius, if you ask me. Yeah, I just saw a TikTok yesterday that was saying that like, you know, people can be mad at you and people can like disagree with you and like that's okay. And I feel like that's really hard, especially you know, people want to be liked. Like, we are social creatures. We want to be around others. We want to, like, do those types of things, I guess. Like, it's natural. It's normal. But at the same time, like, you know, it all ties in to what we were saying before, too, where it's, like, if you are letting other people's, like, opinions of you and, like, the things that they're going to say about you, like, stop you from being yourself, like, then you're not able to do the things that you love. You're not able to honor who you are. Yeah, I know in my own life, this has been a big theme for me. I think that a lot of times, as Kara was saying, we don't want people to be mad at us. And sometimes we think that in order for people to not be mad at us, we have to like live up to their expectations of us, which is like literally one of the most harmful thoughts you could have because you only have to live up to the expectations you set for yourself. You don't exist to please other people and I know personally sometimes it's not even like a direct like oh this person hates me because this and that and like because they think this way I now I'm not going to do this sometimes it's literally like I was saying like people who may have said like oh I don't think it's a good idea if you do this because if you do this and this might happen now that you've said that like now I I don't want to experience it I don't want to make that decision for myself because now all these things that you said might happen are now in my head and now I think that that might happen and now you just deprived yourself of a perfectly good new opportunity a new experience that could have been amazing and incredible but you did it because you listened to someone else say like oh you this might happen like I know Kara and I always talk about the four agreements like it's one of our favorite books but I remember there's like an example too in in one of the books or not in one of the books in the book about how sometimes people will share their opinion about an experience that they had and now you for some reason believe that opinion to be true where it's like oh I saw that movie it was really awful not worth your time hated it don't go see it and now you don't go see the movie and that movie literally could have been your favorite movie but you didn't go because someone else told you that they hated it like sometimes it's literally these little things it's not always like oh this person hates me because I did this like sometimes it's literally like this person hated the movie so now I'm not gonna go because I heard it was bad when it might be your favorite movie yeah literally I was just talking about this because I watched the new season of Dexter I finally finished it I'm not going to give any spoilers but a lot of people were unhappy with the ending and I was like can you all stop talking about it because like I want to just experience you know the show like I like it doesn't it's not good for me to like just expect the end to like be bad you know like that makes me not want to watch it anymore but I like ended up finishing it and like I said no spoilers but it's true because it kind of stops you from like you know just being in the moment and letting yourself develop your own opinion about it like yes it's helpful like my Libra Rising does really enjoy asking other people about things I'm like oh like what do you think and like having that conversation and I think that like if you want to do that you know, that's fine. That's valid. It's just that like, 
it becomes at least for me uncomfortable when other people's opinions are kind of just like now coloring you know my experiences and yeah it's something to keep in mind too especially like in conversation you might find yourself being like you know someone will say something about something that you experienced or did and maybe you didn't have the best experience and sometimes you want to share that and obviously you know it depends on the circumstances but like sometimes it it can be a, a good thing almost to like not say whatever that is so the person can again just like have the opportunity to experience it with fresh eyes and come to their own opinion Yeah. And sometimes too, you want to like think like, are you just holding this opinion because it's actually your own opinion? Or is it the opinion that everybody else has? Like, here's a little bit of marketing psychology for you. More stuff I learned in business school that randomly became a metaphor for real life. In marketing, there's this thing, it's called choice paralysis. A lot of times when there's a lot of options, people won't choose things. So in order for websites and clothing stores and other stores to help you make the decision for you so that you can purchase the item and you know give the company your money they have what they call the best sellers and also confirmation bias if everyone else likes it you probably like it too these little things that just say best sellers are like literal psychological flags for you to purchase something it's like this is the thing everyone likes you'll probably like it too you're struggling to make a decision but by looking at this you already know what's trending what's cool and now you purchase it like think about that and think about how many times you've done that whether it's like through purchasing or just in your own life if everyone agrees with something and you're like hey why? Why do we think that this is true? Why do we think that this is like the best option? Like it might not be for you and you might just have been influenced by literally confirmation bias, mob mentality, everyone thinking a certain way and feeling like you need to do that too. Like this is a time to really let go of that and formulate your own opinions. Another last thing from grad school, I swear. Who would have thought my education is paying off this much? But we read this article. It was like not an article, maybe a poem called The Banana. And it was about like these monkeys that were being trained or like, you know, every time a monkey tried to grab the banana, like something bad happened. A sound went off that it hated. And then eventually those monkeys weren't there. Like the, but the ones that Like maybe like half of them left and then half of them stayed. And then it wasn't a sound anymore. It now became like an alarm, like a a signal. And then eventually over time, an entire new group of monkeys are there and they all know not to get the banana. Even though the alarm is no longer there anymore, it's because through time and time again, they think like, oh, this is how it's always been done. This is how it always has has to be because if this happens, like this will happen too. And maybe over time that has changed. Maybe by producing X, you don't get Y anymore. By producing X, you get Z. But because people always told you, oh, no, no, don't do that because if you produce X, you get Y you're not going to make that decision and find out for yourself. Moral of the story is, and I probably butchered the the banana poem, so my apologies, but the moral of the story is you really need to figure out your own opinions and not just do things because one, that's how it's always been done, two, because that's what everyone else thinks. Yeah, there's like a I don't know where 
who, what, when, where, why, I know a similar like experiment thing that like happened some somehow it came up in school too but we're gonna once we get into the aspects this will probably make more sense but like you know you can think of it as like that limitation like you you can't go past whatever that is and like there's a lot of things in our life I guess where you're like oh like that doesn't work and like you know, maybe it doesn't. But when Mercury is in Aquarius, it is urging us to like try something new or take a different approach. Because sometimes you need to just experiment and try different things, even if you maybe think it won't work, or maybe you tried it in the past. And like, you know, it's been a few years, like the circumstances and everything might be different now, like it might work out now. Let's get into the aspects. If you're new here and don't know what an aspect is, welcome. I'm going to explain this. And if you're a regular listener, you already know the drill. Aspects are when the planets are moving in the sky and interacting with one another and creating an interesting dialogue. They add some depth to our transits. And there's two aspects you should know about. The first one happens on February 24th. Mercury, the planet of communication, squares, which is you know, tension, Uranus, the planet of the unexpected. This is really a time where you just probably aren't thinking like everyone else. You might really want to rebel, say something that's just like way out of line, different than like what everyone else is saying. I think of this as like maybe like abruptly voicing your opinion in a way um, or just really becoming rebellious in your thought process and just being like, nah, like I'm challenging the norm. Like I'm not doing it like how everyone else has. It's really that like rebellious type of like energy where you really just want to like change things up or do something new. And I want to say too, like, you know, squares bring a little bit of tension, but you know, we're talking about Mercury and Uranus and there might be some like new thoughts, new ideas. And even if it is a little bit like difficult again, because of like the square energy, like you know, it can be hard to like stand up for yourself. It can be hard to do something that no one else is doing. Like that's important and I guess valid to know. But I guess I'm trying to say too that it can be really helpful and like beneficial to like have some like, I don't know, new mental energy, new ideas, some like fresh thoughts, fresh things going on. On March 2nd, Mercury, planet of communication, is conjunct, aka on top of Saturn. This is like, you need to relax this day. You probably will be very hard on yourself, gonna be honest. There could be some serious thoughts going on here. On the the plus side, you might be really focused and disciplined if it's something like mental you have to figure out. Like I think of this as like finally sitting down doing that Excel spreadsheet and like really focused on it and like getting it done. But at the same time, like you could also just be like very serious. Why is my life the way it is? Feeling like, you know, you haven't accomplished enough and being hard on yourself. So just be mindful that both of those things might happen. Yeah, because Saturn, you know, is that planet that deals with discipline and like restrictions. And this is why I was going on that whole little tangent about like limitations or like perceived limitations. You couldn't see, but I did my like little finger quote things because, you know, anyways, sometimes too, and this is like very art school of me to be saying, the like restrictions allow you to be more creative. So like, you know trying to I guess work within whatever the reality of your situation is and still find a way to like I don't know make things work because there is that like disciplined long-term aspect of it too 
And yeah, so you might be feeling a little bit frustrated. You might be feeling a little bit hard on yourself or even just like very practical, almost like pessimistic about things because again, Mercury, it's your thoughts. You're thinking about how things are going and like that might be what's going on. So if you're like in that vibe, definitely like say your affirmations, do what you need to do to be like, you know, it's all going to work out. It's all going to be okay. But I wanted to mention it too that like, you know, if you're doing something or if you're working towards something that's a little bit more long term or like a project, anything that deals with like Mercury related things like writing, speaking and stuff like that that it's just like a good day to know like I was saying because of like Saturn's longevity that like comes with it too so the next thing that happens is the full moon in Leo this happens on February 16th at 11 56 a.m eastern standard time full moons are a time to let go to release what no longer serves us so we can make you know, space for the new things to come in. I personally like when there's full moons in Leo, mostly just because it gives me a good chance to check in with myself and figure out why I'm not feeling my most confident self and how I can be my most confident self. Leo energy, in case you did not know, is known to be a very confident, radiant energy. It's literally ruled by the sun, like the bright thing in the sky that gives us sunlight. On top of that, you know, I think what was it? I forget if this is like an actual statistic or not, but like majority of celebrities are Leos. And the reason for that is because they're able to be seen and heard and put themselves into the spotlight and not really care so much about you know, not being themselves. They're very proud of who they are, like Leo, Lion, Pride, it's all there. So with that being said, during this time, if you aren't at that point where you feel like your most confident self, you can really check in and see like, what do I need to let go of so I can be more confident? Sometimes it's shame, you know, like, oh, I'm embarrassed that, you know, I do this and that. Like, I'll be very honest with you all. Sometimes I get really embarrassed that I'm like emotional, classic cancer thing to say, but like I sometimes feel pathetic. I'm like, who do I think I am? Like being so soft and like crying over baby animal videos, like that's pathetic. And I get really embarrassed about it sometimes or like I get embarrassed for caring about things. And like, what is that doing to me? Like it's not helping me embrace who I am by being embarrassed of, these qualities that some people might view as a strength you might have things about yourself that you're like I I hate this about me this makes me feel weird I'm embarrassed about this like whatever it may be whether it's like things about you your situation whatever like this could be a good time to like let go of that shame and like actually accept yourself for where you are right now, who you are right now, how you feel right now. And, you know, let that be okay so you can be the most confident version of yourself. Yeah, it's like definitely not easy. And I think it ties into a lot of the things that we were talking about before with like, I don't know, social media and like the way things are because we – 
you know, have this tendency, I guess, to compare ourselves. And I don't know if it's always like conscious, but like, you know, when you're going through things or like you see what other people are saying about something else and just like being surrounded by all of these opinions like online in addition to all of the opinions and things that you're hearing in like your actual life. Like it's really a lot of information and if you're trying to, you know, make everyone happy or I don't know, fit in some type of like box of like, you know, who you think you should be based on everything that's going around, like it just, it's it's a lot and because of that you might feel like, oh, I don't know, like I, I'm a failure because I don't live the that girl lifestyle or because I don't have, you know, the aesthetic closet and bed frame or like – The marble countertop. Oh, yeah. yes. And then like everything's like in those like special boxes with like the labels, the containers, you know. Yep. But like that – The mason jar yes, fridges. Yes. And like if that is you – like that's amazing but like if that's not you it's important to know that like that's okay too because we can carry around I guess like a lot of things I guess that come from the things that we are seeing or believing in addition to like I was saying things that people have actually said to you because like it's funny like I'm a my 10th house is ruled by cancer so like as a child I I was always like called like a crybaby and like for the longest time I thought that about myself I was like yeah I just like I just cry so much like I cry for no reason just because like I was told that and I just wanted to bring that up too because that's like another manifestation I guess of the things that we're talking about but the full moon in Leo it's time to like let go of those things so that we can be ourselves yeah I think sometimes too we have a hard time thinking that our opinion is worth being heard or what we have to say matters. And I think, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I do it on the podcast. I am actually very aware of my my tone of voice when I'm speaking because a lot of the times, even as I'm speaking, and I'm sorry for pointing this out because now you might point it out too and you might notice that I do it. It's like I'll be like, oh, like I think this or like I don't know, this might be that or like this could like possibly be like this and like uh, maybe this could happen and like I guess this and like, oh, I guess that. And it's like why am I not just saying like the full moon in Leo is happening we're going to be way more proud of ourselves. We're going to let go of the things that no longer serve us. We're going to find our happiness again, find our confidence again, and move forward confidently. Why am I like guessing that that's something that should happen when I know it? I do this all the time like in emails. I send a lot of emails for work, and that's what pointed this out to me because I'll be like, oh, like maybe you might want to like – if you want to like schedule some time with me, like maybe that might be something you're considering. So like let me know if that's something you'd be open to. Like no, just say like I want to schedule time with you. Here's Tuesday too. Are you open to that? Let me know. Like why do we struggle so so hard to not let ourselves be direct and be heard and a lot of the times it can come from childhood this is relevant swear it is because leo energy you know has sometimes like a childlike joy to it and also leos are really good with children i've noticed um that's Mm -hmm. just random observation but anyways sometimes like when we're young you know the teacher might tell us we can't talk in class now we feel like we're not allowed to speak up or that like maybe someone told you that your opinion didn't matter like I used to fight with my English teachers 
all the time because I would always interpret the textbooks like different and they would be like, prove your point. And I would like pull quotes and interpret it. And they were like, that's not what the author meant. I'm like, but I still got something out of it and I backed it up. Like just because I interpreted it differently doesn't mean that I deserve a lower grade if I backed it up and that's what I was supposed to do. Moral of the story is there's always people telling us that sometimes what we say doesn't matter and then that also isn't doing any good for us like this goes hand in hand with the mercury and aquarius like now is the time to let ourselves be heard let our opinions be heard and you know embrace who we are and you know just shine your light <laughs> yeah i was just thinking about this too because i promise is relevant my mercury is in aries and sometimes i feel like you know, there's a difference between being aggressive and like being assertive. And sometimes I feel like when I'm being direct, because I'm very like, I'm very like literal, like to the point type person. If I have a question, like I'll ask the question. And like, I remember I used to like be very bothered by this. And I used to be like, oh, well, maybe I should do the whole, hey, how's it going? How's this? And then drop my question like a million text later you know just because that's like how other people like communicate but like I've just come to accept that like you know I am the way that I am it's okay to like be direct and you know there's like a lot of things in language too this came from a TikTok I forgot who was talking about it but about the way that like people speak and they'll be like oh like I guess this or I just wanted to let you know that like you know there's all of those like other like filler they're not really filler like they serve a purpose but there's all those other words that like just naturally come up and people like use in conversation but I found myself recently trying to like get rid of that you know in like my text like you don't have to add like just just before everything or like before everything or whatever so I've been trying to like go back through and delete it but yeah like it does kind of I guess impact you know your confidence so sometimes when you uh, are writing something especially because you have the chance to edit it you can like take that you can take the time I guess to like go through what you said and like take out like the qualifiers or like the I guesses or the maybes or whatever it is so that you can practice like being confident and saying, you know, what's on your mind in that way too. Yeah. And I just want to mention that this is all very important to know. And yes, like the full moon in Leo is happening. And this is like a good opportunity for you to reflect on it and to make the adjustments that you need to do. But it's like honestly very important and was worth talking about because I think more often than not, we tend to accidentally get in the way of our own happiness and like self-sabotage almost unintentionally just because there are those like subconscious thoughts and beliefs that we hold from other people telling us what we can and can't say and we feel a certain type of way because of maybe external opinions or just your own expectations, whatever they may be, limiting beliefs it's really important to be aware of this because happiness has to be something you cultivate from within. It has to be something that you bring to, to the table to yourself. If you're constantly seeking happiness externally, you are going to be living in a lifelong chase and it may be there and it may not be there. Depending on others for your happiness 
is not a stable option. So with that being said, that's why this is so important. Like you have Mercury in Aquarius right now, the full moon in Leo, like what better time than to really focus in right now on the way that you're thinking, detaching from those opinions. Like you are being handed the tools right here. The energy is right here. Like it's up to you now to pay attention to the astrology, check in and make these adjustments because we're not just saying it because we feel like it. We're saying it because it's happening. We've personally used the astrology to better ourselves and we want you to do the same thing as well. Like this isn't just fluff for fun, Karen and I talking about whatever. Like this is real stuff that actually matters. And I know I look at the transits and I'm like, oh, this is coming up. That's why this is happening. Oh, this is what's happening. We use the astrology to better ourselves. So I hope that you actually pay attention to what the Aquarius energy is teaching you and the full moon and Leo energy is teaching you and utilize it to your example so you can be the most confident, happy version of yourself. Felt that that was important to just say. Let's talk about the full moon. (laughs) Oh, what were you going to say? No, I just had a random memory about school, I guess because we were talking about it before, where we had to actually write a paper about happiness and I wish I could go and find it because I'm like 90% sure that I was like young and wrote something about how like happiness isn't something that like you feel all the time essentially. But like honestly, I was like – I was really on to something and I was thinking about it too because – You know, sometimes you buy things because you think that, like, it'll make you happy, if that makes any sense. Like, oh, if only, like, I had the perfect skincare routine, like, then I'll just, like, be happy and it'll solve all my problems. Or if only I have this shirt. And we do it in other things, too. Like, you know, if I can do this, then I'll be happy. If I get this job, if I – Get a boyfriend. I don't know. Go to Florida. Yes. Yes. That's a big one. That's a big one. I just wanted to bring that up too because we set up all of these things like if, 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 and it kind of stops you from being like, no, like, yes, I, like, yes, I can have those goals, but like, I could still be happy now while I'm working towards them and then, you know, eventually achieve them and whatever. But wanted to mention that too. Let's talk the full moon aspects. There are really not that many like at all to be honest which is interesting the sun and moon uh are square the nodes and and that's pretty much it i feel like in a way this almost makes this like very like karmic past life type like guilt that's been going on for a really long time shame that's been going on for a really long time you know like i've felt this way because this is the way i've always felt like type of energy here i don't know if you have a different interpretation No, I feel that. I feel like if you're listening to this, maybe it's because I'm a Taurus. I don't know. I feel like where the nodes are very prominent and there's a lot of things that it's just like coming up. There's like really no way to describe it. The nodes are really difficult because if you're new to astrology, it kind of like shows you where you're headed and like the direction that you're going in. So like I have a lot of like Taurus and fixed sign placements. So I feel like it's really like obvious that the nodes changed. And like if you're listening to this, I did, I'm just curious if like you had a similar experience and then, you know, about the full moon, it is bringing up, I think those like 
more difficult questions or the more like existential questions yeah another thing that's just randomly worth mentioning is that venus and mars are conjunct in capricorn that day we did talk a little bit more about this in that episode about venus stationing direct but moral the story is you might really want to take action on the things that you are thinking about but definitely go listen to that episode for more information if you're curious about that specifically so the last thing that's worth mentioning is well Okay. Jupiter, planet of blessings, abundance, growth, is sextile, a positive aspect to Uranus, the planet of the unexpected. I don't know why. I have like two dates for this. February 16th at 7.12 Eastern Standard Time. I also have February 17th at 7.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So around that day, I mean, Mm -hmm. these are big planets. So I'm assuming that that's why there isn't like a concrete exact specific moment don't know you probably already feel it it's already kind of happening so whatever 16th 17th ish (laughs) jupiter sextile uranus with that being said though what can we expect this is way more of a societal type thing rather than like a personal thing although it might be a personal thing this is really the time to make those positive changes that you've been needing to make in your life this is sort of recognizing that certain things in your life need to change and making that switch and actually seeing positive results from it so if you had like we were saying these innovative thoughts these brainstorm brain blast moments where you're like this is what needs to happen this is how I need to grow in order to be my highest self you know Jupiter's in Pisces this is spiritual type vibe too like this is about like raising your vibration and like making positive spiritual changes now is kind of the time to take action on those things and I'm curious to see how this will play out in society as well yeah like this transit is definitely something that's happening on like a larger scale the thing with sextiles too is that the energy feels a little bit more subtle like it's not as like in your face or obvious and then like you know in this case we are talking about like pretty big planets and like Jupiter is you know a very prominent energy and so is Uranus but I'm just mentioning that too because it's good to know if you are someone who's looking to like make changes or even just like explore new things and like philosophies. Yeah I do want to say that in terms of like your own life this is like that positive you know support to actually get out of your comfort zone and I don't mean that in like you know like 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 a silly little way I mean not that it's silly but like I think like some people are like oh well I went to a different grocery store today like that got me out of my comfort zone I mean like literally doing the things that like are uncomfortable for you I mean that might be really uncomfortable for you but I mean like emotional mental spiritual things like wow I actually spoke up about something that bothered me for once like that's getting out of my comfort zone like wow I actually managed to wake up on time and go to the gym and I've been wanting to do that for so long and I haven't done it that's getting out of my comfort zone maybe going to the gym alone is getting out of your comfort zone maybe asking for help is out of your comfort zone maybe speaking up to your boss is uh, out of your comfort zone or applying for a new job I know like all the Peloton employees if if anyone knows 
if anyone's under not aware like peloton just like let go of like maybe over 2000 employees so i know that all all the peloton employees now are are looking for new jobs and i'm so sorry that happened to you but like yeah random fun fact um like maybe you've been really comfortable at your job and now it's like oh well it's time for something brand new like that's getting out of your comfort zone moving out of your hometowns, getting out of your comfort zone. Like these are like big things that are actually like things you've been wanting to do that you know will help you grow, but you don't do it. Sometimes ending a friendship, ending a relationship is getting out of your comfort zone or getting into one. Like if you're someone who's been single for like five, six, seven years to start dating someone new is very out of your comfort zone. Like this is the time to take those steps and actually do it to start getting out of your comfort zone and seeing that it it's worth it. Like what is the phrase? Like everything you want is on the other side of your comfort zone yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like it's like that where it's like, Hey, I, I spoke up about how I'm feeling. I set a boundary and no one was mad at me. Maybe it's not that bad. Like, Oh, I went to the gym and felt totally safe. And even though doing this new workout was terrifying for me, like, nothing bad happened and it was fine it's you know like wow I actually I don't know (laughs) like you know what I mean like doing things and being like wow that actually wasn't horrible I feel good I'm glad that I got over the hump now let's make some magic happen yeah I'm like even to just use your gym example because this was something that I did recently because I needed to you know, start going to the gym again, but I made the goal to just go to the gym and I didn't put any pressure on like what I actually did at the gym. So it wasn't like, oh, I have to go and do this amazing workout or I have to go and do X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, I need to show up at the gym. If I make it to the gym, that is the accomplishment. Whatever happens after that, doesn't really matter at the moment because it's just about getting there. And then, you know, we'll add on the other things later. But mentioning that too, because Jupiter, you know, used to deal, not that it doesn't deal with travel anymore, but we used to talk about that all the time. But then, you know, traveling wasn't the thing. But I think it's a good like metaphor or just like thing to think about because like when you are traveling and going somewhere like far away you're like in an environment that's like very different like it's not familiar and like that is you know what it means to like be outside of your comfort zone like it's not something that you usually do but sometimes you do have to I guess like push yourself to be uncomfortable and there's like a lot of things because sometimes we think that like you know feeling uncomfortable is inherently a bad thing and like you know we there is validity I guess because some of the bad feelings we have are important (laughs) I'm like bad feelings, but like fear, it's meant to like keep us safe, you know, like they have a function, but like, you know, if you're trying to do something new, I think it's important to realize that you might feel a little bit comfortable at first and then like, you know, you'll gain more confidence and like become more comfortable with it with time, if that makes any sense. So like, you know, you show up to the gym once, okay, and then you get used to it and then going to the gym, like the act of just getting there is no longer, you know, such like a scary thing, I guess. And I don't really know if that's even the best example, but. The last thing I'm going to say, which perfectly segues into next week's episode which, by the way, Pisces season also happens this week. It starts on Saturday, but 
I want to give Pisces their full spotlight. So Pisces season episode will be the one we talk about next Monday. Jupiter's in Pisces. This is a very spiritual time. When we get into Pisces season, there might be some more spiritual vibes happening. Why I'm bringing this up is because one thing that, you know, was very uncomfortable for me to do and me and Kara, we always talk about it very casually, but I don't think people realize how important it is, which is your affirmations. The way the things that you tell yourself usually become the things that you believe and the things that you think about yourself, you like look for ways to prove that it's correct. So if you're always thinking like, oh, I'm not good at this, and then you literally will believe that and look for ways to prove that you aren't good at whatever it is. One way to change the way you think, you know, Uranus changing things up, Jupiter and Pisces, spiritual stuff to raise our vibration. We're already on this lovely theme of confidence, like saying to yourself, like, I am capable of doing whatever I, you know, want to do. The things that I'm afraid of are just fears and it's not going to stop me from living my my truth. Whatever affirmations you're saying to yourself, like even literally sometimes saying it out loud can feel ridiculous. If you're like looking in the mirror and you're just like, I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am strong. Like you might literally feel so ridiculous, but it's so important to make sure that you're aware of the things you're telling yourself and whether it's by verbally saying your affirmations out loud, writing them down, like just repeating them to yourself in your head. If it feels silly, it might at first keep going because it's very important for you to incorporate into your practice. And we'll talk more about, you know, spirituality and things like that with Pisces season next week. That's it for this week's episode. Per usual, we hope that you found all this information to be helpful, useful, and relevant. You know, our goal here is to teach you how to use astrology to grow and blossom so we stop blaming our problems on the stars. Anyways, if you want to stay in the loop with us as we keep navigating your life through astrology make sure you're following us on all social media instagram twitter and tiktok is at blme the stars we also have a youtube channel if you prefer to listen to the podcast with closed captions that option is available just search blame it on the stars podcast and we do show up on youtube as well that is all for now and we'll see you all next monday for pisces season bye